Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Hermanas Healing Together, the podcast where we embark in a journey of self-discovery, healing, and growth. I'm your host, Danny Moore, and today I have my friend Melody. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm excited to be here. I'm so happy that you're here. Melody is a doula and a prenatal massage therapist in San Antonio, Texas, and I want to just let Melody tell you where you can get in touch with her if you are in the San Antonio area, if you are a pregnant person that would like to get massages and prenatal care, she's your lady. So tell us. So thank you so much. Very, I'm so excited to be here. So I am in San Antonio. I do travel around San Antonio. I've gone as far as Bernie. I've oh, gone, yeah, I've gone up north as far as uh, Bulverde. I've okay. gone as far east as Cibolo and Seguin. Um, Seguin, mostly it was uh, birth doula clients. Yeah. Um, and I haven't really gone south just because I haven't had any requests. But I do travel all around San Antonio and the surrounding areas. So even like the hill country, would you come to Kerrville? If somebody makes you <laughs> I'm not request you. Maybe. maybe. A little bit. It's a little, little bit far. Little bit far uh, yeah, the price will definitely change for that. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Yeah, um, there's no. Yeah, because. I have pregnant ladies. I need to bring you, you know what, to um, to be a resource. They do the um, pregnant, what is it called? Something, it's for pregnant women mm -hmm. um, and at the hospital here. They have an event and mm -hmm. they do it every six months. So there was even somebody from San Antonio that came in to, I think they had like some compression socks or something like that that they were selling. And so, I don't know, maybe we can talk about that. Yeah. I just had that thought. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, if people are willing to, you know, bring in or have that income, yeah. absolutely. I'll be willing yeah. to come over here, yeah. um, especially if, if there's a few, if I can book, you know, at least two or three and just make right. a day out of it have your and just day. say, hey, I'm, ladies, I'm going to be in Kerrville this day. You have, I have all day for you to book. Yeah. That's awesome. Something like that. that but something too, um, just like you, which first of all, I'm so proud of you. You're leveling up <laughs> on so many ways. Thank you. I mean, I feel like we've kind of grown together I from know. the first class. At, Do you want to uh, tell them where we met? Yeah. We, Melody. Uh, Melody. Me Melody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you Melody. You can say it in Spanish, Melody. Sometimes it's, that, it's easier that way. Yes. Or I was going to say Melanie. Melanie is what I was going to say. Anyways, <laughs> Melody. Somebody ever calls you Melodia? Because that's yes. what it means. Yes, my dad. That my is dad. so freaking cute. Melodia or Mello. Mello. I like My that. nickname Your growing up was Mello. Powers. Okay, my brain is going somewhere. <laughs> Continue your story. <laughs> no, yeah. So we met um, doing the course with Rock Your Massage Practice. Yes. And I think maybe we were like two weeks apart in the process. Mm -hmm. um, and then... From there, you know, they say, oh, shout out to wherever you are. And we, there was a post and I, you said, Kerrville. I was like, oh my God, I'm in San Antonio. They became instant friends. Yeah. And I, I have a brother-in-law here in Kerrville <laughs> who was working at, um, uh, he did like car repairs. And so I came to fix my AC mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah. hey, I'm going to be in the area. Yes. Let's meet. And you're like, yes, let's do it. And even though we're a little bit far away, we follow each other. I see your growth. Stay in touch. Yes. And it's awesome to see you grow and go with each level that they have. With I know. The I'm hypnosis. More responsibilities than what I need. Like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the podcast. I, I love it. I love it. It's really, I do it for my own self-help too. It kind of keeps me 
on track with the things that I like to speak about or, or am about, you know, it helps in my own healing journey. So, but you know, that's what people did with blogs before, before right. podcasts. Yeah. A lot of people that I know that have grown from their blogs started because they just wanted a way to talk, whether right. they had anybody reading or not, they wanted to share their journey. Yeah. And it's the same thing with the podcasts. Right. It's just, I don't know. I feel it feels really rewarding to be able to have other women sharing their story. Yeah. And and then I have women that tell me, well, is it just for women? And I said, no, I mean, it's for anyone who identifies as a woman. I had a trans woman here two episodes ago. She's amazing. I love her. And then I did um, their photos for their wedding. So that's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. I was at their wedding. That's really cool. That was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then you're also having a course coming out. Like you're leveling up, which is awesome. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Today I told my, my, I don't know if I want to call him my significant other. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to you, JB. Oh my gosh. Am I putting you on my podcast? I guess it is happening. (laughs) Anyways, I said to him today, listen, I'm going to be on work mode. I've been having too much fun and slacking where I need to be focusing on. So if I don't answer, if I'm short, like, please don't take this personal. And then I pause for a minute and I realize, oh my gosh, Danny, like you've done the work. Yes, you I deserve for myself. You, right now. you deserve I that have for done sure. The work. But this is why I have this podcast. I want to, you know, show that we're resilient and that, you know, even though we go through hard things in life, that we can overcome them and become a better person. Absolutely. So. And, wanted to share that yeah and on that same note um i'm happy to share that i i'm not only doing prenatal yeah so my goal was to help women in all stages of motherhood so That's now really cool. i'm able to i have gotten certified as a fertility and reproductive massage specialist what yes i've never heard of that so there are um methods that you can help the ovaries and the chakras and the points on reflexology to help open up the fertility channels um so holistic medicine it's holistic do you know what it's based from what do you mean like you know like in our i mean you are from mexico right like mexican background so like in our countries you know how we have like las parteras Mm -hmm. the doulas yes and they do like either different massages or or uh what is the word? Sobaderas? Oh, yeah. Sobadas. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, in a specific type of massage for women who are pregnant. And it's either to like help with the, the positioning of the baby. Yeah. Or relief from um, reflux and things like that. So I know so, when I was taking the classes, there was a lot of Eastern medicine put in there because of the reflux, reflexology, um, the chi points on the body. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of manual manipulation of the abdomen. Um, There is also uh, castor oil treatment that comes with it. So that's like, I've heard of that Mm -hmm. before. And yeah, I think like that's like a midwife thing. Yes. So, but it's castor oil, not internal. It's, it's topical. Topical. Yes. Like in the massage. Mm hmm. So it's what are the benefits of that? So the castor oil is actually um, used before manipulating the tissue. Okay. and the belly um and so castor oil is used in a lot of uh, treatments for breaking up adhesions mm. for os- detoxing 
um, fleshing things out. So if you're having fertility issues because, or even this is also great for endometriosis, PCOS, um, any like menstrual issues, like really heavy periods, um, this helps with that. That's why it's fertility and reproductive. So that even if you're not trying to have a baby, but you're having a lot of issues with your ovaries, Mm -hmm. um, this treatment can help with that as well. You know what we need to do? We need to do like a women wellness day or something yeah. like that. That would be great. Because I work with women. Absolutely. And, you know, I think your skills can be used for like a wellness day here. Yeah. And and so that treatment, really, I come in and I do the session, but then I teach you how to do it because you have to be wow. consistent with it. Yeah. So it's like a it's like a session and a class at the same time. So even though you can hire yeah. me to come back and do it, the main purpose is for me to teach you how to do it at home. And my session, my everything it includes that castor oil kit. So you'll be taking the castor oil kit with you home. That's so cool. Yeah. Have you ever considered uh, being a midwife? I think, I think that would be so awesome. Well, you know, so when I became a doula, originally, my, it was my husband's idea. And ah, thank he, you, husband. Yeah, he first said, <laughs> you should be a midwife. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Which sounds amazing, but I don't yeah. know if I'm ready to go back to school for all of that. I mean, it's a, it's a really yeah, long I mean, process. If you feel like it's, <laughs> you know? I know. I mean, it's, if you feel it in you and it's a calling, you know, you just visualize it. Like Rebecca says, put it in your timeline. Yeah. <laughs> and then, man, guys, that like really works. That's an exercise that really freaking works. We can talk about Well, that I tell you how time, much it is. A little side note. I believe in that power and the power and the law of attraction that I have it tattooed in the back of my neck. <laughs> what does it say? It's just a symbol for the law of attraction. Like oh, what goes in, what goes in comes out, you know, or what goes out comes in. That's amazing. Yeah. I never I never knew that there was like a logo for that, really. Well, this I had I got this done. Oh my gosh. So my many. lucky number is 1111. So and it it does. So it's like when the thought the thoughts come in, go out and then vice versa. Right. Right. So I need to have like a whole talk about manifestation. I am actually Okay, this is good because I'm having all these ideas so I can go back to this audio and uh, forget what they are. Yeah. But I think I should bring somebody that that likes to talk about manifestation because yeah, that's like it's it is a thing. Absolutely. It absolutely is yes. a thing. Yeah, I mean this and is something that when the book first came out, The Law of Attraction, yeah, not too long after that, I mean, it just yeah, resonated it with me a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. It resonated with me a lot more um than the religious aspect of it. Totally. <laughs> totally. Which I have nothing against it, but for no, me, it resonates more. Here. Yeah, it, <laughs> it it resonates with me. It makes more sense to me in this way. Yeah, that's cool. But before I forget, because we never got into how can people get in contact with you if they're yes. in San Antonio. <laughs> so, yes, I know, right? So, motherhoodmassagesatx.com. So, okay. that's why I was thinking of the name, and that's why I got into the whole process. Motherhoodmassagesatx.com. And I am on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I'm not on TikTok because I feel like I'm old. <laughs> have to, Listen, you have are to. not old. No, I'm Robert. old in this. You feel like for that? It, we'll do just, all the dances. <laughs> to learn about it and everything. I'm like, I don't really want to learn another platform. I was like, I really it don't. Is, so I use it as like my my fun time. Yeah. But you're so good at Thank it. You. you are so good at it. Uh, like, I, there's no snow. I can't do that. 
she was in backstage pass with me. I just finished that and I'm like already missing it, but, <laughs> and I'm going to get back on it. But right now I need to focus on other things. Um, Kelly Green was telling me, please do a freaking class on this. I know Rebecca will be so excited to have somebody teach how to do TikToks and reels. And I'm like, oh, am I even qualified? Right? Like, absolutely. I those questions. <laughs> You're so good I at it. Qualified. You're so good. I'm like, I, I love I it. I just don't have, I don't know. I just don't have, you just make I'm it creative, fun. but not in that way. I'm creative right. in a lot of other different things. But you aspects. know what? I felt like that at the beginning when I first started doing it because I felt like it was another thing to do. And then I started like kind of figuring out some things about it. And I'm like, okay, this is not as bad. Like I could use the same song if it responds well. And continue to make other kinds of video with the same song and the same routine, right? Mm -hmm. Like me spinning on that chair. It's a thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. People seem to really like. I know. You know? So I'm like, okay, I got to do more of that. So, yes, I'm a chair spinner. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you know, it's great. I think um, I, I've seen a lot of different accounts that it's literally the same music, the same words, but like in different mm -hmm. settings. And they're going viral and they have like that's a million followers. And I'm like, oh my gosh. That is so the trick with TikTok. So if you are a TikToker and you see the one video get so many views, you have to study why that video did so good. Was it the song that was trending? Was it your captions? Was it everything? And so you just redo that with different captions and different, you know, based on your niche, basically. Yeah. But you just use that song yeah. all the time. It is your song now. <laughs> Claim it. It's yours. Yeah. Until so, then. Yeah. Right. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. And how do we find you there? Motherhood Massage? Motherhood Massage SATX. SATX for San Antonio, Texas. Yes. So on both Facebook and Instagram and then my website, motherhoodmassagesatx.com. Perfect. And then you can email me at melody, M-E-L-O-D-Y, at motherhoodmassagesatx.com. Awesome. So now that you guys have that, if you are in the San Antonio area, this will be a wonderful thing to connect with Melody and ask her all your prenatal questions and care. Um, now, I want you to just kind of share a little bit of, of, of your healing story. And maybe if you have a healing story about someone that you have taken care of in your career. Yeah. So, um, so when I went to massage school, so I did massage for 10 years, but it was very, it wasn't niche down. It was just, right. it, it was just, it was a job. And um, I worked at a lot of different spaces. One of my first jobs was Massage Envy. It uh -huh. was brand new to the space. I think it was like the first corporate massage uh, business. Massage Harmony. They're only in Austin. I don't think they're in San Antonio. Well, this was in Florida. Okay, that's right. Yeah, this yeah. was in Florida. So um, that's where I learned how to work with a lot of different bodies and personalities because they will they were booking me anywhere between five to eight a day. Ooh, that's a lot, though. It's a lot. Industry. It's a lot. That's I mean, lot. even though there were I only, only 50 minutes. I home. Yeah, I know. No, it's a lot. And but at the time I could because I was young and I didn't have any any other responsibilities right. other than myself. And I had all the energy in the world and which was great. But I think. I learned the most and found that I loved the healing aspect when I worked at the spa at the university when I started getting my master's in nutrition and dietetics. They had a spot in the university, at the university center. But that spa was so 
holistic and so focused on healing. Yes, for the students and the teachers. And so that's where I worked while I went to school. And it was amazing because I learned the most from them because they were very much into healing, not get the bodies in and out. Right. Right. So they taught me a lot. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what they do. You're just another body. Yep. (laughs) Get them in, get them out. They don't care. (laughs) They don't care. Like, listen, by all means, if you like doing that, cool for you. But don't waste your money on spa. Find yourself a real massage therapist. You will definitely, I'm not saying that they're not real, but like a real therapeutic. Well, the problem experience. is that they can't, they can't offer that energy to you because they, it's too draining. Right. It's too draining right. if you actually give your all to each person, and we yeah. can do that because we limit ourselves to the amount of people that we see. To the amount of people that we see, and that's we, how I feel. Yeah. And I leave 30 minutes in between my clients because I want them to have my undivided attention right. without the, oh my gosh, my next client comes in 10 minutes. I exactly. Gotta the sheets. I exactly. Gotta, you There's know, no try rush. To, try to eat a snack. It's very intentional with what we <laughs> you're do. You're a snack while you're squatting in I know. your body. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, that's kind of the way it is. And I think it's great for beginners to come out to get experience. Right. But when you really get down to what you want to do and how you want to help people, mm-hmm. I definitely recommend just going your separate ways or at least be in a space where you can manage your time and your energy. Yeah. Makes total sense. Um, but this, this spa that was in the university, they never rushed me Mm -hmm. to go between clients. They're the ones that taught me energy work. Oh, they do. They're the ones that taught me other modalities. Um, other than just deep tissue and Swedish. Right. <laughs> you right. know, they do, you do cupping. I do do cupping. Do you like it? Yeah. Do you do fire cupping or the silicone? I do silicone because yeah. I'm mobile. And That's so right. it's hard to carry. And, and so it's easier for me to carry the silicone and also liability purposes. Yeah. I always wanted to see fire cupping. I never, I've seen it on videos, but not like there's yeah. one person that does it here. But I'll be, I'll be a little nervous about burning them (laughs) yeah not only that but like the force of the suction i don't know how i but i love the the cupping i mean the silicone cupping works fantastic i i think so yes i haven't had any complaints about it and it's you can and then like the person likes deep tissue Mm -hmm. i like to use them for them because they enjoy that deeper pressure it doesn't bother them and they usually do like it too yeah so um yeah so I think they're the ones that first introduced me into the actual healing aspect and intentional massage, not just I like that go word. through the movements. Intentional massage. Yeah. Right. So which does not happen at the spa. It does not usually. <laughs> not the corporate spas. Nope. Um or so sometimes hotel spas. It just de- it depends. Yeah. But most of the time they're just trying to get people in and out. In and yeah. out. You know? Um, so from there, I uh, when I graduated, uh, I moved on. And I think one of my very last jobs, I worked in South Beach, at a hotel in South Beach. I used to live in South Beach. So did I. <laughs> I was right behind the Versace. Versace. Oh, Versace. the mansion? The mansion. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. That was a great time. Oh, it was it was fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And it was fun working at that spa. Um, Weird. Do you remember the name? Is oh, my gosh. There? No, it's not there. And that's the reason why I stopped working. 
They close it? So what happened was at the time, they there a lot of the hotels were being bought out. And so this was in 2014. So this was already my 10th year as a massage therapist. So in 2014, that August, I believe it was, um, was my time to renew my license. So okay. I had to make a decision. Was I going to renew my license or was I going to move on to the next thing? Because I had already graduated from college with nutrition and dietetics. And that was kind of my idea for my next step in my career. Do you also counsel women with their pregnant women with their diet? Needs? Not anymore. I mean, I'm yeah. not a licensed dietitian anymore. Um, oh. Even though my degrees in it, I I didn't renew my license as a dietitian. No, why? Um, it just I I don't know. I don't know. I just wasn't something that I was drawn to anymore. I love right now. You could create a program yeah. that will include that as well. Yeah, especially if they're experiencing like indigestion and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I do give advice yeah but i don't tell him i don't give him like meal plans and be like this is what you should be eating. got it makes sense but i give advice as to like what can help and stuff like that well, that's good at least yeah yeah, yeah yeah since that you can use that that's good yeah but i don't charge him as like a dietitian right got it so that makes sense um but so at that time i had to make a decision because there was a lot of signs that were pointing back to texas so mm-hmm. i had met my husband well at the time he was just somebody i was talking to <laughs> right dude so yeah he slid into my dms <laughs> literally he sent me a message on facebook um i love it <laughs> so but the thing is that we kind of knew each other but we didn't know each other so right. uh we knew we knew of each other way back in college oh so he was just trying to reconnect but we never met each other in person we knew of each other but we never met in person which is a good thing because there's no way i would have given him any chance if i knew him back then no way listening yeah oh he knows he knows we say the story all the time because i i actually hung out with his brother because we were um all athletes Mm -hmm. at the college so we all hung out together but for whatever reason He was never there whenever we hung out, oh, okay. which was probably good, right? Yeah. Ser- very serendipitous. <laughs> But anyways, I had met him at that time. My older brother was really sick. So um, I had a chance to go and visit and help with him and the kids and stuff like that. And then again, I had to decide whether I was going to renew my license or not. Because at that, at that time, I was living, I was renting a room in South Beach. Nothing was holding me back there. Nothing. Right, right. So when the hotel got bought out, um, they said, well, we're going to renovate the whole entire hotel. So whoever works here no longer works here. Everybody's fired. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's my sign. I'm done. Like, this is it. That was like a perfect sign, too. Instead right? Of like, I'm like, this, it was like, you have no other choice. You you're it. done. Yeah. I was like, done. all right, let's go. I'm going back to Texas. Um, And so time passed. I... I did online fitness and nutrition counseling, but then I moved to a really tiny town of mm-hmm. literally 22 people. There was no cell phone service. The only Wi-Fi available was at the courthouse. Oh. So my online business dissolved. I, I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't work online when I couldn't get online. Oh, my God. So I ended up taking a job at the courthouse as a clerk deputy for the county. Okay. So that was I was there for two years. And then we got pregnant and married. And then I became a stay-at-home mom. And so after my incredible pregnancies and births, that's when my husband said, 
you know what? You should help other moms have births like yours. Was there a good experience? It was an amazing experience. For both of them? Yes. Born at home? Um, or a hospital? It's a hospital, but with the midwives. Oh, nice. They do that here, too. Because we, we wanted a... It was a compromise. I wanted to be at home with the midwives, but he okay. was a little bit worried and scared. Oh, okay, yeah. That's, right? So, so I had a home birth. Okay. My daughter was born at home. Nice. In the tub in Fredericksburg. Nice. So there was some concerns. My then um, husband, he was totally on board, but his mom was like really nervous about it. Yeah. And no, it was great. Yeah. That was the best experience ever. That's awesome. Yeah. Those are my favorite to be a birth doula. The home births yeah. and the birthing centers. It's my favorite. That's but awesome. it was a compromise and I said, that's fine. I was like, as long as I have my midwife and as long as I can make the decisions. Perfect. Right. Yeah. That was, and he's like, okay. Um, and I have to owe the incredible birth experience. I'm not to, I'm going to give myself credit to, but mm-hmm. to hypnosis. I, mm. I used self hypnosis and actually I have the book right here. I used hypno oh, babies, wow. hypno babies. Home study course workbook for what complete childbirth education and hypnosis. It was it was amazing and I oh. and I never even knew it existed. But is this before Rebecca? Did you ever do Rebecca's hypnosis? I didn't do Rebecca's hypnosis class. Um so okay. This was way before. This is wow, way before. Okay. And I didn't even know it existed, which again, this is, is a thing. It, it it this was another one of those moments where like, okay, like it's a sign. I trust you. I'm going to do it because my older brother. So my older brother passed away in 2014, the same year oh. I moved back to Texas, which again, what again, everything happens for a reason, right? I was able, what was I was, wrong with him? he had lupus that he was diagnosed when he was 21 years old. And instead, I guess this could be one of my traumas. <laughs> yeah. So instead of doctors looking at the root cause they just kept feeding him with medication for over 20 years. Wow. So he was a few weeks short of 42 when he passed away. So, you know, over 20 years of just feeding him steroids and pills for this. So if you don't know about autoimmune, like once you have one and it's not under control, it starts manifesting into other autoimmune. So he started getting um, like psoriasis and was that how young was he he was a few weeks short of 42 when oh he passed oh my gosh that is so young which i just turned 42 and this was probably one of the hardest birthdays you for me connection with your son my brother mm-hmm. a thousand percent mm-hmm. why did you ask that i'm a medium a thousand percent and i'll tell you That's what that he's talking about right that now. gave me chills because when i was pregnant i talked to my brother and I told them my for my vision was I wanted a boy first. I wanted a boy and then I wanted a girl because I wanted to have them to have that connection like the way he and I did. Yeah. And I talked to him and I told him, oh, my God, I'm getting emotional. That's OK. I have tissue. I told him, I said, Louis, if you can instill any just a fraction of yourself into my son. Yeah, that's exactly what he said when you were talking to him. That I like will forever be grateful yeah my son is exact like he is exactly like my older brother he's he has like this old soul he my older brother had this old soul like they were they were so much more mature and older for their age and that's the way my son he's so empathetic 
and he cares about like well, he's like the best big, best big brother first of all mm-hmm. but even from a young age like <laughs> that's what i feel did he used to do that yeah i mean you from the side like this yeah i mean he was my brother that's exactly what i see right now and i tell everybody this story i said because i know some people believe in it somebody i said but i know that he heard me because yeah, he is like he is my big brother in a little form and i see it every time i mean he picks on melina but i mean i believe that people can reincarnate and yeah. people can send some of their essence to other you know the, the babies that we have were yeah. somebody else's you know baby the babies in the family yeah and and born. his middle name is is luis after my okay. brother okay that makes total sense no yeah. but he totally has confirmed what you said so I kind of picked on that. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 He's like, okay, yeah. He's like doing this. Yeah. And so I, I think about him all the time and I mean all the time. I miss him all the time. Um, he was so young. Too. He was so young and it wasn't fair. So for me, um, it was really, I mean, I've always been into health and wellness, mm-hmm. but then when he passed and I saw how Stella, did he have any emotional struggles? I'm sorry that I'm interrupting. Oh, yeah. He he was in therapy, and he told me he was in therapy. But So whatever he had, disease-wise, came from all of that stuff. It's I can what see he's that. making me feel. I can see that happening. He had a lot of childhood trauma. That's exactly why all and this we, And I believe we shared childhood trauma, not in the sense where we were, like, physically beaten, but our parents did not love they did not treat marriage and divorce in a very respectful way okay um which i think is why he got is, is love a thing a word yeah that resonates with you oh yeah for sure but can i make the connection with the heart thing on your on your logo uh maybe that makes sense maybe that's why i chose it i don't yeah. know but i know i had a really strong bond with my brother even yeah. though we were 10 years apart um yeah but I always called him my papi chiquito. Papi chiquito? Yes. <laughs> so cute. Because, you know, my dad was papi. But when they were divorced, my dad had to work a lot. So a lot of times it was just me and my brother. And he took care of me. He was, your, he was he my was papi your chiquito. Dad, papi chiquito. Yeah. That is so cute. Um, So I know. And then towards when he was older, I remember I, we were both at my parents' house. And he was talking to me and he says, I want to apologize. I was like, why? He's like, well, I have to do this for therapy. I was like, why are you apologizing? He's like, because a lot of his trauma came where he felt like he abandoned me. I was like, you didn't abandon me. I was like, I never felt you abandoned me. I was like, and you didn't abandon me. You're 10 years older. Like you had to leave. Like you had to get out. So he felt like he was leaving you. He felt like he was leaving me. Yeah. But I never felt that way. So, you know, going back to the heart thing, because I'm reading you, unfortunately, now as we are speaking, I always say people bring me their spirits. Yeah. So I always allow it to happen if I'm in session or whatever. Yeah. I will randomly read people. And, and I always say, you know, if they don't want to, then they can just tell me. Yeah, no. Yeah. But the, the word heart and compassion or love seems to be like energetically connected to you. Mm-hmm. This is why you are a caregiver for other people. Well, I feel like I, I don't feel like there wasn't there was not love growing right. up, but I feel like as a child, because he and I were so far apart, 
Um, and I'm also a middle child. Okay. <laughs> I think, uh, and I also saw this because I follow a psychologist on Instagram and she said, you know, if you ever get triggered, like to the point where you're just so angry because your kids won't listen to you, that's stemming from childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy crap. Because mm-hmm. for me, um, I, as a child, I definitely was not seen or heard. My opinions right. didn't matter. But that's in the concept of love right. as well. So that's I think why that's I why that. I changed the way I do things with my kids. Oh, yeah, 100%. And yeah. what a beautiful thing is to be aware of that because not Absolutely. everybody I had a conversation with someone yesterday. Uh, of a narcissistic boyfriend and say that they ever change that they ever recognize that they need help i said no they don't no i mean you know not everybody that comes here is going to heal right yeah but there are some people that become really aware and they use that as their superpower yeah and i think i think being aware is definitely important yeah and not being in denial and i knew i mean i've known for a long time i probably need therapy not probably i do yeah it just hasn't been something but at least i'm aware of some of the changes that i need to make in myself because like i said when it came to marriage and divorce they did things that i don't know that i don't they didn't i don't think they realize that what they were doing right you don't know what you don't know yeah sometimes you just make bad decisions so yeah and i'm pretty sure there's something that i do that later on they're like mom that was super traumatic like oh my god i'm sorry <laughs> it oh happens, yeah right yeah. my kids have told me things that i yeah. never even considered that they were a big deal right and they were to them yeah and what can i say a lot of our, the people in our culture are very dismissive oh that didn't happen right oh, i wasn't like that and that's the way unfortunately i feel like my parents still are in a way oh yeah they'll um, deny it they, they it's hard to admit it it's hard to admit especially when, my when kids you're older brought it up yeah i'm sorry but, i'm gonna say it this way but i'm like oh my gosh i'm a piece of shit like i didn't even realize that this was what? heavy on them right i think and slowly I said, they're realizing it yeah but for the longest time my parents you just have anger issues you have anger issues but you know what anger is anger is not being hurt not feeling like things are um what word am i looking for like it's not just like it's injustice yeah you're not seen or heard or it's also your your not having your your own power you have yeah. not been able to reclaim your power in a healthy way or there are things in there that still need to be processed and addressed. Yeah. And here's the thing. It's not about not being angry or not ever becoming angry. That's part of the experience. Emotion. Yeah. Right. Emotional experience. It's about catching yourself and not escalating. Exactly. And that's the difference that I do. So I, there's been times where, you know, going back where I've just completely lost my shit when the kids just weren't listening. Oh, yeah. But the, this, Haven't the, we all? Yeah. <laughs> all but moms. <laughs> the difference is instead of going to them and saying, hey, this is how you made me feel. So you need a change and you need to make me feel better. Instead of going that route, which is what was a lot of my childhood. Right. It's, hey, I'm sorry that I lashed out at you. Like, I'm... And I, and my kids are, they're four and six years old, but I speak to them like little adults, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't baby talk them. And if there's something they don't understand, they ask me. So I, I said, listen, this is why I got really overstimulated. I got really, um, you know, overwhelmed. I was like, I'm sorry that I lashed out. Um, but here are some of the things that you did. And here's some of the things that I did. Was it right? No, but can we do better tomorrow? 
right can we make tomorrow a better day can we work together can we both try better and then we move when we go on you know the beautiful thing of that is that you're teaching your children not only to have compassion but like understanding that people have big emotions yeah and that is okay that you are like a safe space Mm -hmm. for them and for you to talk about it yeah and at the same time you're exercising and practicing your awareness like, my awareness and healing myself yeah so i think with the fact that i wasn't given much choice when i was younger, right it was black and white is why i came to the point where i was drawn to um being able to heal other people and mm-hmm. have that body autonomy give them the choice not just with the doula work but with massage and your healing work Right, because yeah. um, you're telling me what you need, and I will help facilitate that. Right, it's not this is what's going to happen, and I'm going to do it, and you're just going to take it. <laughs> we become safe spaces <laughs> for people now. Yes, right. Do you feel that way? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Because you know, I in turn become an ear or a therapist for a lot of people they come in there and they start venting i have the same thing right they just go in there and they start venting people let's have a cry session that's what i call them and i literally thinking about instead of calling them life coaching sessions therapeutic cry sessions yeah and sometimes they need that and and people are and especially when i go to people's homes they also feel safe being in their home you know in that in that way but i think you know that's and also in the health and physical aspect making being able to make your own decisions knowing what doctors put my brother through i was very much in the opposite spectrum of like all right you know what because in that same year i was diagnosed with hashimoto's which is autoimmune of the thyroid Uh so there was a lot of stuff going on in 2014 and I just made a vow to myself for myself and future family. Like, I'm going to find the root cause. Whenever something's wrong, I'm going to find the root cause and work That's from right. there. Try the natural route first. Medicine has its place. I don't have Absolutely. anything against medicine, but it has its place, right? But I think you need to trust your body first yeah. and try the natural route first. Find the root cause first and then go from there. Right. Um, and that's kind of what brought me back into this realm of health and wellness in this career i mean i feel like i was just drawn to it and when i became a birth doula i was taking care of these mamas and we know as women we have to have self-care but when i was taking care of this like man we really need self-care and so that's when i told my husband i was like i think i want to do massage again i think i feel like it has to be part of this package i feel like I think we that's beautiful. Absolutely. And so I just came full circle and just realizing this is what it, what I was meant to do. Oh, that's so nice. And yeah. now you're giving back and in, in such an amazing experience for other women to have. Yeah. It's so important. So. And like I said before, it's it's something that I'm trying to have at every stage. So like I was talking about earlier with the fertility and reproductive massage. Right. And then I move on to the prenatal mm-hmm. and postpartum. And postpartum in the medical field is basically that fourth trimester, right? Six weeks usually mm-hmm. to you know three months afterwards. But for me, postpartum is if you had a baby, you're postpartum, <laughs> you, right? And postpartum means after birth. You've given birth, you're right. postpartum. You're so whether your kid is five years old or 50 years old, you're postpartum. I and like I can that. help you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can, 
<laughs> I mean, there are so many things that happen to the women's body after you have babies. Oh, yeah. I mean, we kind of sneeze and we pee ourselves a little bit. It, it's, <laughs> there's, I believe like in every stage, there's different pains and stressors. So the pain and stressors you have of potty training a three year, two or three year old is different yeah. than the pain and stressors that you're going to have trying to figure out a teenager. Right. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> that's tough business. It's Mike doesn't different. come out of his room unless he's hungry or needs something from me. Right. It's totally different. <laughs> so that's why I said the different stages of motherhood. Wherever you're at, I'll meet you there. I love that. Right. So women need support. Mm-hmm. And I have this belief, and this may be totally wrong, but I believe in it. Women did not come here to struggle. <laughs> We struggle because of the patriarchy. <laughs> so take care of yourselves. Absolutely. Take yourself first all And the time. Even um, I've gone up the spectrum to moms who are at the point of their lives where like, you know what? It's me time. And they get that mommy makeover. That's, I'm, that's what I'm trying to do next. They get the mommy I, makeover. I, 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 I have been on the me, me first for a little while. And you know, at first I felt guilty. No. And now I'm going to tell you it is the best thing I have done. Mom guilt is the worst health. guilt, I feel. It is. Mom guilt is the worst guilt, I think. But, and it's definitely something, it's, sometimes it's just innate because we're so, we're yeah. made to care for other people, right? right? That's just. That is our nature. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then um, I also have infant massage available. So you can teach the mom. I teach the moms. Yes. I don't do it. I teach them because they need to bond with the child. And also for yes. other different, like if they have a bellyache, constipation, right. diarrhea, Which colic, something. Third week, if I don't, if I'm not mistaken, is it the third week or the third month when yeah, they start having a lot varies, of gas yeah. issues? And so I teach them not just to help the baby relax, but also, but also if they have any of those little ailments that you know can be and relieved. Even if mom hasn't really bonded with the baby, because that sometimes happens because That's of depression, of postpartum depression. Yeah, that can help yeah. definitely. Just the, this little bit of touch. A little bit of touch yeah. can help with that. Let me just add something before we wrap it up. But I remember when I was having my second child. And if she ever listens to this, I love you, Izzy. <laughs> Please don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> but I was so scared of having her because I thought that I could not love her like I do my son. Mm. Yeah, and it was weird. That happened. And then I will think about it. I'm like, how am I? Like, you know, like if love is not infinite. Right. I'm like, how am I going to love with this child and you know she's my mini me she came here to humble my little booty Ooh, down that is my daughter 100 <laughs> she came to humble me down because she's my mini me aka judge judy we love you judge judy <laughs> but anyways hey listen i i'm i'm we're gonna wrap it up but it's it's been awesome i think we should have a part two if you ever want to make it this way. oh absolutely i love and, and like this. go in depth more about your your doula and your massage work that's yes. so interesting but i just love having people like you that are inspiring thank you so, like thank, really, you. thank you for being here and um like i mentioned earlier we're having a little break so you will not hear from this beautiful voice <laughs> <laughs> people say i have a beautiful voice you have a do very I calming have, voice do I? yes oh, you, you do please take a vote i am going to make this a poll <laughs> Do I have a calming and beautiful voice? Sometimes I'm chaos. But anyways. I think it's good for your hypnosis yeah. for sure. Oh, totally. Yeah, I get really in the zone. Mm -hmm. 
Um, 2024 is where I'm coming back. Um, I have not been giving a lot of love to the Instagram, but if you want to follow there, it's Hermanas Healing Together. And uh, I'm going to make sure that I post a little bit more often because I forget that it exists. But until then, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being here. And you're awesome. Bye-bye. Hasta luego. Bye. Adios. Adios. Thank you.